Look at that, it's coming through the window. It's a hello. Oh, it is, it is a plan. Single prop, single prop. <laughs> it's a Cessna. 10-4, duck, this is the bandit. Here's a Cessna. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so we could put them into a... So you, ideally... Oh, my God, it's a Stuka. Let's <laughs> 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 get louder. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with episode 16 of the Comfortably Dumb podcast. And we got some hot topics. Well, I feel like me and George are gonna have fucking massive heated debates this episode. Yeah, there's yeah. gonna be tears. I've, fucking, I've been, I've not like a lot. I've been preparing for it. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna be cowering in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Mum and Dad, stop! <laughs> stop shouting at each other. So yeah, so obviously there's a lot of shit happening at the moment in the news in the world. Things are hot at the moment. Things are a bit. Things are hot at 10 Downing Street. Yeah. <laughs> and I do wonder, is it always like this? Or just as you get older, you become more wise to it? Probably. No, mate. No. Or is it... It's oh, not yeah. always like this, baby. Yeah. It's not. It's bad. But what I will say, to preface that, is that these bad things happen on right and left. It's funny... How I'm sorry to derail it already, <laughs> but it is, it is part of political talk. It's funny how like now people talk about the Conservatives, are oh, fucking Tories, fucking their shit always fuck the country up. Mm. But in 2008, it would be like, oh fucking Labour, they're fucking fucking the country up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me and my family. Oh, Labour always fuck up the economy, and then we have to get the Conservatives and yeah, to fix yeah, it. Yeah, at the end of the day, external factors happen that influence and shapes people's perceptions mm. and no matter what sometimes a government can try and do they're stuck in a rock between a rock and a hard place yeah and i think i've said this before on the potty i believe um about the american political institution that although the democrats and republicans pose themselves as being polar opposites and there's been polls recently to show that Politics has become more polarizing as people move away to be more extreme Democrat and more extreme Republican. The two parties agree on more issues than they disagree on. And so there's only a certain issues that get pushed through as their agendas and what's always kicked around as a political football on the media. But the reality is they agree on a lot of stuff anyway. So the shift in government doesn't really radically change a fat lot. And so I'm pretty sure it's the same here. In this country. Yeah, I'd say so. I assume most of them went to the same schools, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually quite agree with that. I think but I think I would say both left and right have become far more central. Yeah. Than than previous times before. I think it's harder nowadays to be extreme and get away with it. Mm. But like if you look at uh, for example, Jeremy Corbyn's politics been very socialist they did really terribly i'm glad you said that i was gonna i was gonna ca- not catch you out not catch you out at all why were you hoping i say communist yeah yeah because right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. a few episodes ago you went yeah joe Corey's a fucking communist <laughs> well he is a commie but he's a socialist he's a socialist yeah but communism, communism is far more extreme and left than socialism. I, even I, though they yeah. share many of the yeah. same. Yeah, I know. Principles. When when you when you're a right wing conservative fellow like myself, <laughs> calling someone a commie is like a slur. Yeah, I know. I know. So it's like 
um, Cold War era United States. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But equally, then I think that people say Tory in a yeah, day Tory, manner. Yeah. Like you go on Tinder exactly and people say thing. no Tories. Yeah, yeah. No, it's exactly the same thing. I was like, what? It's like some of my friends, it's uh, now like a, a geography term for like yeah, someone someone likes like quite a posh bit. It's like oh, you fucking Tory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing, exactly. So, <clears throat> and then obviously in previous elections in days gone by that we weren't around for, hardcore socialists didn't get through and equally hard right political parties in this country sometimes start to get a look in, like the BNP, but it's very quickly shut down. So, for the most part, I think British people, we are more, have more in common than we like. And I think really we're divided by this idea of, like, Labour's for working class people, Tories are for posh people. Yeah, I agree. Which is a load of bollocks, really. I think that's just, when you dive deeper into any of these issues, I think they're just the shit in which people throw at each other. So I think it's a load of... Load of shit. What do you think about the far left? Well, not the far left, the left and right and the political I don't know the difference. landscape in the UK. I though. don't know the difference between left and right, mate. That's why I've gone quiet over here. <laughs> so he's there with two L's on his hand. So <laughs> I, in the next couple of episodes, I've got a plan together, but I need to work out how to do it properly because I looked at. I'll tell you the plan. So before I go on to why reasons why it might take longer to put it together. I mentioned to George before about getting Lou to do a real-time political test. Yeah, I need to, really. Where we've got agree, disagree, or strongly agree, disagree. and But we do it not on a computer. I print off pieces of paper and we sit here and we go... Well, not on an app or an online survey. I just feel like it'd be funnier. Like, well, not funnier, but like... If it's more tangible, okay. It's more, I think it's easier to talk about. Be, you can all see the statements, and it'll be like written in crayon and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> please, little please, pictures maybe, on it. Yeah. Please do not eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know the difference yeah. between left and, and right. And, and so, and... what we need to do then? So, in the first episode, we just go through each statement, and we talk to you about what your thoughts are on that statement, right? Yeah. And then in the second episode, myself and George will try and convince you of going either side of that statement. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Am I being radicalised? Yes. <laughs> to a government party. I keep trying every episode. I'll get you one day. <laughs> and then, but, okay, that was it. The reason why the issue I've got is there's the political compass mm. questionnaire, whatever you want to call it, survey. Which is really good, but the only issue is the statements in that for me would be difficult to I to provide a, like a, a argument for or against on it. Yeah, there was some of the questions also very leading. Yes, I've read some criticisms on the political compass test, and it will ask you questions like, "Do you think art is important?" And if you say no, how's that got anything to do with it? Well, yeah, exactly. Whereas if you say yes, then you're lib left, and if you say no, then all of a sudden you're Adolf Hitler. That's fucking bollocks. You know what I mean? But everyone knows he stole loads of paintings, so he probably loved art too. So <laughs> that question is a bit nonsense. There are other websites. There's one called Eight Values or something, which, well, does eight different values. Yeah. You might have to help me find it. Yeah. An appropriate, or, or it can be like maybe manifestos, previous manifestos. Yeah. And their key points. Yeah, yeah. Maybe quotes from people and then see if you agree with them or not. Yeah. N- nice bullet points, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice and easy. Simple simple sentences, mate. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. big words. No big words. So we'll start with some soft political foreplay and I'll ask you <laughs> <laughs> what do you <laughs> what do you when you 
heard uh, that Boris Johnson was resigning, what did you think? What were your first thoughts? Well, why really? Is what it... do you think of Boris Johnson? As well, a I'm sort of thinking he's leaving now because I think did his secretary tell him to leave and all this scandal shit about him partying during the lockdowns. I think that's led up to it. Pincher by name, pincher by behaviour? No. Pincher by name. Pincher by nature? Yes. His, one of his backbenchers, and what was it, a backbencher? Pincher. It's basically the camel that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It was the final scandal where one of his gay, I don't know if it was a backbencher or someone within the party was found out for groping guys in clubs and oh, in general just groping and basically one of Boris's party yeah right and so then he sent out like his junior ministers to like make up this bullshit story instead of just coming out and saying and they'd known about it for a while yeah he was diddling kids yeah <laughs> but at the end of the, the day I think what it really comes down to is uh, Rishi Sunak and everybody else thought fuck I'll get a chance to be a prime minister here yeah, he's, 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 he's resigned, hasn't he, Rishi? It's Rishi Sunak resigning. He resigned as Chancellor. Yes. Yeah, from the party. But he's oh. now he's running to be the leader of the Conservative Party. See, when I hear this, I just think they're out. Like, they're, they're finished with politics. No. It, it does sound like that. Like, I will say that when people say they resign, you think, oh, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to have to go get a normal job. But they've just stood down from their position. But they're still an MP yeah. because they've still been voted in the local election. I won't elections. lie. I think Boris had a tough fucking time, mate. He's had the COVID mm. outbreak, pandemic, and now it's the Ukraine situation. And Brexit. I think Don't he did, forget he was the one doing I think Brexit. he did a pretty good job of looking after people during COVID. These fucking grants and the, you know, mm. the furlough scheme and all that sort of business. I think people... Didn't have to do that. People will question the response to the pandemic. Do they? I, say, I, I don't know where I said it personally. I think it's a very difficult job, but... People sit on that and say, you know, armchair politics and sit and say, well, they should have locked down earlier. They should have done this. They should have done that without probably actually knowing the full science or economics behind it. He tried. The bloke tried. But I think the issue mm. is integrity. Right. If you're a prime minister, you think you should be leading with integrity. Well. Have morals. Yeah, you should. Yeah, be an upstanding citizen. You should really. So would you say that Having a party during lockdown—that's a—that's no, a no go. Is being an upstanding citizen a no? Do you think making up lies to try and that cover up a, a someone within your party is yeah, sexually harassing other guys? He's fucked it. It, it hit. It's hit home for everyone, hasn't it? He's fucking out drinking and partying with his mates in lockdown, while people can't even go and see their dying relatives in hospital. Unfortunately, I think stuff like that with politics, the part of the issue is perception mm. and winning perception, as all, well as as the politics itself. And he's lost the he's lost the battle of people being on his side. Yeah, he's, he's not because maybe of his, of his politics per se, but because of all these scandals, media friends you whipped up like. OJ's just said, like, leading with integrity. Alternatively, you could look at it if you were going to have a different perspective as he keeps his... He gets his hands dirty so we can keep our hands clean. So if he wants to have a little party whilst he deals with everything, is it the end of the world? I don't think so, personally. I don't really give a toss. Because it's only the loads of... of people were breaking COVID rules. Yeah, it's... And he's just a human being. It's just because he's Prime Minister, it's blown up. If it was me or you guys partying... Yeah. But we're not setting the rules. Agreed. Yeah, that is his profile. But we were also sat at home playing Warzone drinking beers, so we didn't... We weren't doing anything that taxing. 
Boris could have done a bit of that. Bor- you'd Boris has got, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's very dropping in with uh, yeah. the boys. I Spoke bet on. he's got 10 fucking wins on Forza. Yeah. Farm in the gulag, Boris. <laughs> Not that I necessarily agree with that, by the way. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I've spoken to plenty of people that say, I don't care. I don't care. He's a prime minister. His job is to just crack on and get things done. We're all humans. We all make mistakes. Are people infallible? I think he's a bit of a silly goose. I think he believed his own hype probably a bit too much and probably thought <laughs> he was invincible because a lot of people saw him as finally we've got a prime minister who is no nonsense, says what he thinks, does what he needs to do. Interesting character. People hated him. And I think because people hate him, that spurs his fans on to be more fanatic, I suppose. And then, you know, he gets shit done. Just a quick one. Um, who, how did they get found out that they were getting together and drinking during lockdown? Where'd that come from? House of Cards, baby. Civil servants, mate, are the so worst fucking blabbing. people in the world. I, I, I think it was Rishi, mate. Inside, inside job lot. I think it was Rishi. Some, someone yeah, grasped no, Politics it's is come a from within. game. Yeah, but another yeah. one's just been caught for it, and the police didn't start... find him. Yes. Starmer, yeah. Why? Probably because the Labour Party have got their fingers in a lot of institutions. That's parties. exactly how it looks, mate. And he was also, what, the Attorney General or something like that? Top, yeah. He was a top lawyer bloke. They just dropped it, didn't they? The police just dropped it. Yeah, they, well, they said that they felt pressured because he said that he would resign. Fuck him. So what's going on? But this is interesting. Do him. On this, it's very interesting. Because I am with you, I believe that... No one's clean mm. in politics, right? But would you say, would you agree that if you're in lab, if you're um, a Labour MP, mm. you're ha- held a higher standard of integrity than if you were Conservative MP? If so- if someone in Labour does something wrong, mm. for example, if Keir Starmer was MP, would he get away with? three separate scandals he probably would have been gone by the first one mm. but because the conservatives are seen as almost the villains mm. they can get away with being <laughs> being devious more, yes because um, they're their standards people don't ha- hold them to the same standards because they're like oh wow that's just what they do that's interesting i've never considered it this why don't you take this one whilst i have a thing Mate, <laughs> not a fucking clue. I think... Why? Why? Okay, let me ask you this question. How do you have so much knowledge in all this? Uh, because, what you know, we're not very... We are different, but we spend a lot of time together. You two fucking just, like, sky high with this shit, and I'm nowhere near. I don't understand any of it. I don't... What do you understand? Well, maybe I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because you don't care. Do you two spend your time reading about it and... Not too up? much time. How do you know so much then? Well, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for OJ, but I come from a very politically minded family. I don't. And then so I took interest in politics. And then you get to an age where you have to start. You can't just espouse views. You've got to defend your views. And then so you do have to research things. I, I hear it on the radio and, I, you know, I work with normal working class people and they're just, everyone's like, oh, yeah, all, fu- all the MPs are fucking wankers. We need, a, we need the working man in Parliament. We need the working man's PM. I'm like, I completely agree, but it's not going to work, is it, pal? No, it's not going to work. That ain't going to work. I think these people, like, that's a common criticism, like, oh, you know, these private schools or whatever they are, like, what, what is the one that they all come from? Eaton and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, a lot of them are 
for me to Oh, well, they're all for fucking eating. We need people. Oxford for, educated. You know, we need someone from an inner city state school. It's like, well, those people are like, I don't want to say groomed because that has negative connotations. But they kind of trained from a young age to be politicians and statesmen. And so I think, like... They're thrust into great things. Great things. Yeah, exactly. Really? We, we can't all be it. Would you want to be a PM nah. uh, or an MP? Not really. Well, I think it's probably a very difficult job. You've got people hounding you all the time. Probably very difficult to have a private life. The media are relentless on you. So back to your question, OJ. Like, do Labour people not get away with as much as conservatives i think it's like angel versus devils i guess that because they're seen as angels yeah that's the way it's displayed exactly yeah yeah i think conservative people tend to not concern themselves with the petty gossip of the tabloids as much maybe that's outrageous thing to say but i just think like boris johnson it's kind of like in his mind he's like well you know (laughs) That Winston Churchill-esque, times are hard, that people need a stern person just to bat away the bullshit that people keep flinging at me and just crack on to do my job. Which is what he says when he resigned. He was like, oh, you know, I had all these great policies that I was working towards. I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And it's got to a point where I think the media have a lot to do. And the media are very biased against conservatives, I think. Plenty of people that disagree with that. But I think it just got to a point where it was just getting outrageous and like Primus's questions, like when they're grilling Boris, everybody's in there, but then when they're discussing actual issues, there's like fucking 15 people in there. It's like this concerted... It, I feel like it's become more like reality television where people... It's, all, it's a popularity contest. It's not on people's merits. It's on whether they've done something bad that week or something bad five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah. And for me, I don't really give a toss... I think if people are doing a good job or trying to do a good job, just let them crack off. If they're running the country correctly, regardless of what they've done, yeah, let them be. Yeah, and they should definitely make amends for their mistakes. Like if Boris, if Boris had come out and said, "Yeah, you know what, I was a silly goose. I shouldn't have had that party." What you, you say? They're only human, yeah, so they exactly. they do have to make amends eventually. Yeah, exactly. But do I think that he should resign? No. no, I don't think that's a resignable offence. People just want people to resign constantly so someone else can have a go at their time in power. And I suppose that, you know, when your your work colleagues say, oh, they're a bunch of wankers, because they're all playing this political game, I do think that a lot of them get blinded and they don't necessarily always think, I'll do what's best for the country. They want to do what's best for themselves at the end of the day. And people like Rishi Sunak. House of Cards. Yeah, it is House of Cards. You know, Are they thinking about the paycheck, do you think? I don't even know if it's the paycheck. It's they don't even get paid that much. Yeah, the state, the the it's the power, it's the status, it's the lifestyle, it's being in the history books. Yeah. They're all a bunch of fucking turncoats, a lot of these conservative people. They all turn against Theresa May. Now, even though I agreed that she should have been ousted, I do think it's a bit savage how some people went about doing it. And all these people, you know, you've got... Javid, Savid, or whatever, Savid, Javid, and Richard Sunak standing up and giving this, like, really, like, pathetic speech, like, so, like, oh, shut the fuck up, like, you look weak as fuck. Got people like Lezensky out in his combat fatigues on the front lines trying to, you know, talk his guys up. And you got Savid saying, oh, God, it's so sad, I can't get on with it, man, fucking man, blow the bollocks. Rest some fucking balls, boy. But on Boris and not resigning, like, it goes back to Leading with integrity. Well, being part of a prime minister, like surely one of your character 
traits is integrity. You have to have that. And I know this is going to take it to an extreme example. But if you are lying about parties, you're breaking rules, you're doing this. Well, what's about? to say that you're not corrupt? Yeah. What else you covering yeah, up? Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's why you have. That's why, as being a prime minister, being a leader, mm. you have to be in tech. Yeah. Because you're you're setting example. Do you think if he Boris got fined and everything for his gathering in COVID times, and the rest of them got fined, like what we would all do? I think the people would be like, oh, "Fair enough. He's had his bollocking. Leave him to it now." No. Well, I reckon it. I, I I don't think it would stop people going for his head, but I think it de- definitely. People would feel some vindication. If he was treated the same as us, everyone might start to get on a level <laughs> with him. You can, you're a barman and you completely <laughs> missed your fucking glass then, ladies and gentlemen. George so, trying to pour a drink. Fucking yeah. poured it on my table. There's only a little bit of... A little bit of... A little bit. The dregs. The dregs. Sorry, dude. Sorry. You were going really well then. I was just... Yeah, I'm just... Bullshit. You know, I think people would level, wouldn't they? If Boris got treated like us. I think people were like, fair enough, he, he fucked up. He's paid his, I genuinely paid think for certain part of the population, that's true. I, I think, think if he got people, like a ten thousand pound fine, a lot of people would be like nah. People would be like, fuck yeah, like that, he 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 broke the rules and he's paid for the rules like everybody else mm. has done. Then you got these other people who are like, oh no, he's PM. He shouldn't have ever done that fucking yeah, rough of it. Because clearly, yeah. people are gonna, some people could be after his head, aren't they? Yeah, oh, like yeah. it's the Big Brother house. What pisses me off? I was watching the guys at the pub were watching the women's football. And then the news, BBC News, come on afterwards. And they're going around these towns, like, asking all these, like, I don't know how to describe them. But they're not, they're clearly not intellects, you know what I mean? They're just idiots oh out on the street. Oh, dear. What do you think about this? And some dude, like, looks like a fucking drug addict. What do you think about it? Oh, no, he needs to quit. Like, he can't run the country after doing that. It's like, you can run a bath, mate. Go and have a wash and a shave, for God's sake. And now all these millions of people have just watched his opinion. And people sat at home That's what who he's don't have much opinion on politics thinking, oh, yeah, that Boris Johnson, he's a naughty boy. He should stop being prime. He doesn't know how to run the country. It's like, you don't know what the hell goes on at these meetings, in these cabinet meetings, where he's discussing what to do about Ukraine or the migrant crisis or the rising inflation, the fuel costs. I've always thought if you're going to lecture or make a point or something... A, be educated in it, and B, be prepared to back your statements up with some yeah. good cold hard facts. But it's got got your journalism in it. It's like we'll interview someone for twenty seconds, we'll get our sound bite. We That's all we see. We won't question him and say, "Why do you think that?" That's all we'll see, wasn't it? As yeah. the uh, as the viewer, the listener. Exactly. That's all we see was what the news broadcast. Exactly. If we was a fly on a wall in Ten Down Street, mm. everyone's eyes might open differently, mate. You know. Yeah. You know, and if we're going to go after Prime Ministers for breaking the law, why isn't Tony Blair in prison? What did he do? We sent all our fucking boys to die in Iraq for weapons of mass destruction that never existed in the first place. Oh, yeah. And the guy who said that they didn't exist ended up dead. Did he? Yeah, in a bag that apparently zipped up himself. Bollocks. He was off, mate. No. An Englishman. Gareth Williams, and he had nothing to do with... Dr. Kelly, Jones Kelly or something like that. No, you, I think you've got things. Yeah, you have to get this bit out. Gareth Williams is really a, a bit different. <laughs> he he got locked up. He was a worked for MI5, MI6 as like a computer cyber security man. Yeah, who locked himself up in a apparently locked himself up in a bag and died. But yeah, he was nothing to do. With. I'm confused. So it? he didn't offer the intel. No, no, he was nothing to do with that. It was, that's a separate conspiracy right. theory. Can we find out who this doctor? Go on, you got your phone. 
Because I was just trying to look, because it's interesting you're talking about people off the street who aren't, don't have the intellect per se mm. that we know of to have an opinion on something. But then does that, and I was trying to find the word for it, and I can't, you might know the word for it, George. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like a, it's like something ocracy, like democracy, but ocracy, but... Bureaucracy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's when, like, you believe that only intellect should be in power and have a choice on decision making. Do you think mm. do you think that's the case? No. And that's really? what I was that's what I was gonna talk about. Would you like someone like me in power? I think everybody's opinion's valid. Lewis Lewis Rempick. Because in the in the same respect that you don't understand or can understand why they make a decision, they need to understand why your what your opinion is on something. Yeah. Because they don't understand your viewpoint. They don't walk in your shoes. Mm. So how on earth can they make decisions? You know the fact, like when when you vote for an MP, a lot of the votes are going to be off educated people, aren't they? At the end of the day, yeah, that's a sad thing. And pe- people like me, for example, don't, don't vote. Don't, oh no! Well, and, me and George have got you to vote for the. I voted for elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I voted for people like me. Don't Who did you understand. Vote for? Oh, I don't know, mate. I think I went conservative last time. You know, good bad. Why did you vote Conservative? I think their, their party, their, their uh, manifesto was good. Yeah. That's, I, what, we, I did, that's what we'd be doing. You're I making did you read, read the manifestos. Yeah. The Labour one was shite. Why do you think it was shite? I, if, what, can you go I, I cannot remember, but I've always been told Labour's for the working man, blah, 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 blah. But it, it weren't last time. Ironically, I think... It wasn't last time at all. Conservative become More far work. right, far right political parties have become more for the working class people because... Well, well, conservatives seem that when I read the manifesto. Because of their stance on things like immigration. Yeah. Uh, Just quick. So David Kelly was a Welsh scientist and authority on biological warfare. Yakida. And in July 2003, he had an off-the-record conversation with Andrew Gillingen. Andrew Lloyd Webber. During their discussion, (laughs) they talked about the 2002 dossier on Iraq... Iraqi weapons of mass destruction, which stated that some some of Iraq's chemical and biological weapons were deployable within 45 minutes. When it was reported to the BBC, he stated that the 45-minute claim was included the assistance of Alastair Campbell, something Kelly denied. The government complained to the BBC about the claim, but they refused to recant on it. Political turmoil between down the street the BBC developed. Kelly informed his line managers in the MOD that he may have been the source but did not think he was the only one. Kelly's name became known to the media and he was called to appear on the 15th of July before the Parliamentary Intelligence Security and Foreign Affairs Select Committees but two days later Kelly was found dead near his heart. Hmm. Did he lie? Probably. Yeah, because there weren't a fucking weapons of mass destruction there, were there? That's an inside job, mate, like Princess Diana. Yeah. <laughs> so my mum thinks. And for the listeners, uh, Lewis winked as he said that, as if he knows something that we don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was driving. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was the driver. at minus one years old but uh, the point I was trying to get across is there's a lot of bullshit that happens in politics and there's lots of shit we'll never ever see yeah or hear definitely it's a bit like the JFK assassination they they won't release some documents like we'll never know what happened yeah why yeah why not it's history now isn't it Deep state, man. But that sort of shit could rock, now rock it, couldn't it? It could rock the government. Let's put it this way. In, in the current geopolitical climate, right, 
Yes. Where World War Three potentially is on the horizon. I hope not. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but Russia's making moves, China's making moves. And as much as you might see in the media of like, oh, Russia's losing, they're not losing at all. All these sanctions, they've counteracted the sanctions by selling stuff to China. So China's buying all their shit. So they're making money off this war, if anything. Right? China. We're looking at there's potential famine on the way because now mid- the Middle East and. What, for the Ukraine? For the world. Oh, sorry. Because food is now becoming more scarce because nothing can come out of Ukraine because the docks are all blockaded by Russian warships, right? So the Middle East, who were buying loads of that wheat, need wheat from elsewhere. Food prices are going up. The fuel prices are going up because people don't want to buy Russian oil and gas anymore. So the prices are skyrocketing. We're also trying to move towards a green future, but the green future is being... You know, overshadowed by a potential nuclear holocaust. Are our fuel right? prices here fucked because of Ukraine and Russia? Is that the situation? Yes, but also the companies Inf- also set prices because wholesale well. gas prices did go down, but prices have stayed the same. There's a lot of tax on stuff. It's a convoluted mess, basically. Yeah, proper. You've is. got the rise of you know political correctness and wokeism that are affecting institutions. The things that people get taught are radically shifting. People are becoming more polarised in what they believe. And when people become more polarised in what they believe, they're more likely to become more radical. And it kind of feels like history is repeating itself. And 100 years later, we're heading towards, you know, a similar, not parallel, but a similar events leading up to World War One. So if you look at the whole geopolitical landscape... Do you really think Boris Johnson hiring a nonce and having a few parties is our biggest issue? Or do we need some political stability, in my opinion, and just crack on with it and just try and make life not so shit? Yeah, that'd work. All right, good. It's a, it's a thumbs yeah, so up I'm launching me. my new political party. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we should just dissolve Parliament and let Lizzie spend her last two years making the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the Queen's she, party. Does she give up the throne in two years? No, I think she'll die. Oh. Yeah, she's old, she's old yeah she is shit. old as shit, yeah. What do you think, OJ, from that? No, I, I agree. Um, I still stand my point about being in a, a leading with integrity and part of the character of being a political leader, you have to be integral. But I do agree that we live in a very unstable world mm. right now. And our own politics within the country is a microcosm for the politics of the world. Yeah. And, and that's why people also have these radical views. Because mm. everything's so st- unstable. Yeah. People are finding comfort in holding radical views. Yeah. It's just fucking crazy, man. If the economy was all right, everybody was living fine, they had no worries. Sweet as a nut. Who would, to be honest, who would probably care if... Exactly. Boris Johnson had a fucking party. Yeah, it don't matter. When uh, people are shitting themselves about affording the rent because they've also got to pay for electricity. Yeah. It's a bit of a fucking stinker. Yeah, and maybe in Labour's defence, they're probably sat there thinking, shit, things are getting crazy. We need to be in here so we can sort it out. Fuck me, I don't even think I would want to be in power, to be honest. <laughs> no. I think I'd rather just sit on the sidelines, like, staring the pot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd probably spend most of your time fixing the mess that's already been made rather than trying to make the country a better oh, place. Ooh, I tell you what, sorry, I, I saw a quote by Thomas Sowell that said, many of today's problems are caused by yesterday's solutions. What do you think of that? That's very deep, mate. That's what I mean. You get in there, you'll be like, 
it's a fucking disaster. Absolutely diabolical. Mm. God bless uh, you, man. Uh, what's he called, George? Oh, Billy Butcher of yeah. the boys. Absolutely diabolical. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fucked. The job would be fucked before you started, before you, you tried mm. to forge your head. Lou, if you had got into power, you're your prime minister, what's the first political policy that you're going to be implementing? Make poverty history cheaper drugs now. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Gallagher, make poverty history cheaper drugs now. Scout! Yeah, I'll, I'll vote for that. I don't know, mate. Will they ever have? Do you think there ever will be someone like me, the us, the working men? Do you think there ever be someone like us in? Well, you had um, Fingy Prescott. Was his first name Scott? John Prescott. Shit, John Prescott. Yeah, he was a a working class man. Didn't go to any fancy university, nothing like that. There are working class people in. How did how did he get on? Well, you just become you run for your local constituency, don't you? And then what? You Maybe could... you should do. Well, Maybe could... you should. What's our? Oh no, we can't say our local constituency. You really? <laughs> He's a bit of a prick, isn't he? Wow, I don't really know him. Is his first name begin with a J? Is he the guy that got egged? And yeah, then John Prescott was. And then yeah, 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 the guy yeah, that egged was, yeah, yeah. See, I would say, even though I don't agree with his politics, I would say, yeah, fair play. That guy did deserve a smack. See, whereas I would say he is embarrassed politics with a working class man. Mm, because yeah. he's just he's just he was behaving in his stereotype what would you do if yeah, he was in power that's that's true what would you guys do if he was in power what would you oh, try to do for the country fuck no I'd do what George's idea is and I'd just fucking hand it over to AI and every decision gets ba- made based on the most logical a theorem yeah, the most <laughs> calculated the most rational decision yeah everything gets made and then when people kick off you say wow Here's the reasons. Not being funny, what I would say that needs to be done now, surely Boris is trying to do that. We need to lower the energy bills, the fuel costs, mm. the inflation rate. Yeah. That's probably all he wants to do. I filled my car up today. It's fucking eye-watering. Mm. How much was it, though? £83 for a fucking shitty car. The car, that's, that's not, that's, that fuel in that car is worth more than the car's worth, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it does have a knock-on effect because once you've spunked all your money on the essentials, you've got no money to put in the rest of the economy. My bills have gone up. My electric's gone up. I don't live here most of the week. My electric used to be £50 a month and now it's £90-odd pounds a month. I'm never fucking here. Yeah, because the standing charge has gone up. Yeah, but it's just a lot of shit, isn't it? It's, all, it's, all it's doubled. It's doubled. Everybody's in the same boat, unfortunately. I'll be okay because I do earn a good wage. <clears throat> but the people... A lot of people won't be okay. Mm. And what, what, what are we going to do for them? They're fucked, mate. There's going to be a lot of homeless people by the end of the year. I, I, I really be, think. I don't, I don't think people will be homeless, but they'll definitely be living a They've pretty fucking worrisome life. Discount on council tax and stuff like that, give them rebates, haven't they? But fucking not enough for a round of drinks anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. Yeah. I paid £5 earlier for a bottle of beer. Locally? Like, yeah. Jesus. That's what I mean. Like, you yeah. know, can't even go for a fucking cheap drink anymore. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got to cut your cloth accordingly. So I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that would say, well, then just don't go to the pub and don't drink. But then all the people that work in the pub trade are like, well, great, that's our job's gone. That's another pub closed. It's a knock-on effect. So every time you stop spending money somewhere else, then people have lost money. We all rely on each other as a society, really. Yeah, we do. The economy booms by people spending yeah, I would probably lower VAT. 
Well, no, sorry, no, I wouldn't. I would raise VAT, but Tell I would what, lower I'd income tax. Fucking legalise weed, mate. That's what oh, I'd be thinking about now. Yeah, that's the tax. Really the tax revenue off that would be phenomenal. Yeah, free the, free the weed, mate. Well, isn't it? Do they use it for medical use here somewhere? Well, the, we, a little bit. The UK grows a lot of medical weed. Just a wee bit. But we only prescribe it to three people. The UK grow it. Yeah, there's loads of places growing it. Where? I don't know where they are specifically, but our man who knows says that loads of people grow it. And they do. There's loads of companies that grow medical marijuana, but we can't have any of it. Like Amsterdam. How are they, how are they for example, financially and stability-wise? I've never heard of them having any trouble, have I? <laughs> <laughs> They've not had that. Yeah, I think because the Netherlands is such a small country there. But so, the so are we, George, in the grand scheme of things. Right, but I... Our GDP and our position in the world is pretty big. Okay. Our geopolitical meddling is pretty vast. Okay. You know, I don't know what the Dutch get up to apart from growing flowers and, and weed. Tulips. Royal Dutch shell. What? Royal Dutch shell. What's that? Tulips and clogs, shell. mate. Oh, really? What, shell fuel? Yeah. Yeah. No way. What's well, Royal Dutch shell? Holy shit. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I never... <laughs> BP British British Petroleum yeah fucking yeah. bunch of tossers tell you what the shower garages shower garages are actually cheaper than some supermarkets at the minute really? and normally it's the other way around mm. yes wow that's mad yeah it fucking is mad it's like um, our local Tesco's has got rid of loads of checkouts yeah it has right, and they've put loads of self-service in and it looks like how it is in one of the big Morrisons or big Sainsbury's and people are kicking off about it but then people are kicking off about the price of things it's like well if you can axe away eight people's wages potentially we can make things cheaper. Make the product cheaper, yeah, but supply and demand, ain't it? But then those people then need to find income elsewhere. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's tricky, it's difficult. I don't it's know. a dog-eat-dog world, ain't it? How are you meant to float? I keep saying to my girlfriend, we should fucking start an OnlyFans, make some money. They <laughs> <laughs> don't want to see my big, fat, white ass. <laughs> let, <laughs> bats on the down, let me know. cheeks. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny you mention that. Loads of people... People were making some serious bank off OnlyFans, but then yes. loads of people moved to OnlyFans, and then people lost money because the market was oversaturated. It's mental. People want to make a quick buck. I think OnlyFans is a bad idea. I don't think it should exist, yeah, personally. Of course I'm not going to do that. I think they're, mo- they're monetizing loneliness. I think really. there are ways to make money these days, actually, are slowly running out. Like, they really are. Yeah. There's, there's no new... What, 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 what makes you say that? Well, there's, I can't see of any way... New ways, you know, especially, you know, it's a real smart initiative to make money. A but, smart, but know. that's always difficult to know at the very like start of something. So if, when people, when people started on YouTube, they didn't know they were going to become fucking multimillionaires in 10 years time. So it's, it is difficult to think of a good idea. Um, a lot of people are moving towards creating digital content. I, unfortunately, the way the cost of living is going, there's going to be a lot more crime, I think. Really? Well, yeah, because people are going to start committing it more, mate. Because they need to. Because they need to live. But do you think that people, normal people, who've never committed crime in their life, are going to get into a position where they think, right, my whole moral, my whole value system, I'm going to completely shatter and go rob a house and potentially jeopardise my freedom? Well, when you've got nothing to lose, mate. Is crime not correlated with difficult times? Well, like religion. I don't know. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't. <sighs> I'd say. Don't, it don't. Don't. You get increases in crime, and 
hardship, economic you hardship. You do, right, you do. So in during the Blitz, for example, which we as British people, and it pains me to say this, but <laughs> we as British people think of the Blitz as uh, the stiff British upper lip, the Blitz spirit where we all came together and helped each other out. Looting and stealing were rampant in London and these cities where the bombings were happening. Yeah, all the fucking lights are out, mate. Yeah, it? because <laughs> people... Get, get in the doors and windows. When your whole world is crumbling down around you and there's literally bombs falling from the sky and your whole town's on fire. Yeah, robbing an you old think, lady's purse, oh, nothing. fucking hell, like, there's a dead body, I'll take his watch. There's this, I'll take this. And it's sad to say, but that's what people do in desperate times. So I imagine now in Ukraine, in some of these regions, there's probably loads of crime. Wouldn't you class this as a desperate time that we're in? We're not that desperate yet. But there are people that are. No, I don't think just well, yet. A lot of people will be, man. Not with the... Shoplifting well, and stuff like that, you know. I think that one start creeping up slowly. Yeah. Someone said, I heard on the radio, uh, Lurpak Butter, eight, yeah, well eight pounds. Yeah, well yeah. expensive, mate. Well expensive. What the fuck's that about? In all honesty, I was like, well, don't just fucking buy some utterly butterly, you know what I mean? Nah, Lurpak's no, where it's at, right? You need to just buy Tesco's own regular butter. Yeah, all Stop that. buying these non-butter spreads because they're bad for you. Nah, they're, they're fucking better than butter, mate. No, they're not. They're made from oil. Sorry, Mr. Yeah. Olymp- Mr. Yeah. Olympia over there. Yeah, Oil's but- a liquid and then they put loads of shit in it to make but it But have you ever solid. tried to spread fucking cold butter, boy? George, yeah, that's you why you put fucking- it in a, di- in a butter dish in the cupboard and it's you- always soft. Nah, no, shit. No, there's no, rock Because you don't put it in the Yeah, but in the summer it melts. Yeah. In the winter, it's too cold. Not if it's in the cupboard. Nah, the knife not in our My mum actually bought a fucking machine. Yeah. Right? That registers the ambient temperature. <laughs> yeah. And changes the temperature of the butter dish. Yeah. George so it's perfect all the time. Talking she's, about how. She's taking it out. Look, look what he's about to put in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud chasing, vaping. Alphas <laughs> at the minute. Alphas are the, the hot topic now. They're fucking so bad, aren't they? Well, why are people saying this? Because I'm not seeing any articles I've on seen, it. I've seen oh, fucking they're you, bad. uni lad, isn't it? I'll tell you why they're bad. Because every <coughs> single fucking teenager at high school is smoking alphas. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the problem with it. So They're so pain, Do you have to be a certain age to buy them? Yeah, you've got to be 18. But if you go to a corner shop, mate, they don't give a fuck, do they? The they're so the, they're the big, serving people in school uniform. The big ones, teachers the, are local school the ones. three and a half thousand puff ones you can get are now, well, someone said they've been banned. Yeah. But you can still get them in places under counter. Oh yeah, and jewels have been banned. In and maybe, and... maybe not a local shop. Um, who knows? They maybe or maybe not selling them still. I yeah. like. Well, I don't like vaping. I do like it. Right. You do like alphas. I, I like getting an alpha bar because it raises your fucking cool percentage by twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> Boost your XP. Yeah, no, no. This is cool, man. Like having to do something when you drink it is pretty cool. But just tell you what. I want to stop va- like stop having them because they make me feel sick. Yeah, it's probably the nicotine, bro, because you're not used to it. Mate, mm. it makes you feel sick during the night. And the next day, yesterday I didn't drink, but I was chonging an alpha bar. Mm. <laughs> and the next day I felt fucking rough. Like, not as in hungover, but just like, not right. Yeah, that, I reckon... Yeah. Didn't feel fresh. My hangovers feel worse from smoking loads of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah mate, it's, it's fucked br- up. The breathing, because I used to smoke. As when, George likes to When I used to go clubbing in our... Suck it up, kid, life short. When I used to go clubbing in our local town, I'd, I'd smoke nearly 30 fags in a night out. What? Fuck 
fucking hell, seriously? I'd buy a 20 and a 10, yeah. To I'd, be fair, when I'd, we went to Western Superman, mate, me and you were chuffing ciggy I'd ba- Yeah, tomorrow. bash them all, mate. What, what is it while drinking people like smoking? I, I think I think when you drink and you've had a few, when you smoke, you don't really feel it as much. So yeah. you just have another one. They compliment, <laughs> they compliment each other, I think. In what way? In like, what? Sure. It's just nice, mate. After a, nice me- after a big meal, cigarette. Yeah, after, after, bon apple tea. After yeah, digestif. Cigarette, after a wank, cigarette. Bone apple tea. Yeah, man. Everything's better after a chaff, mate. I don't know what it is. Cigarettes make me feel sick. Why are you, oh, smoking? Yeah. Why are you smoking so much? Because you don't... You I don't, don't normally smoke. I bought a pack of fags Why? because there's a big function on, right? Stress levels are on high. And I was like, oh, there's going to be people that... I find it handy as a bar person to always... Oh, big functions have a pack of fags on you because inevitably someone's going to come up to the bar and they're like... Oh, do you sell any fags? And I'm like, no. You want to get some cheap ones, but mate. But here's one for you, brother. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they buy you a drink. <laughs> nice. And they remember you as that cool barman that gave I can get, a I can get some cheap smokes if you want. Sell them no, to I don't really like... Well, I love smoking, but I hate the, the way it makes me feel. Sell them, George. Makes my throat feel horrible. Make, what? Sell them. I'll get you some cheap ones to sell. Mm, there's legality it's, issues. It's basically just exposing you on this podcast. If you're uh, going to do that, there's legality if people find out. Don't smoke. If uh, if uh, cigarettes didn't give people cancer, I I would probably smoke them. All really? The time. I, yeah. There's yeah. just some. Oh, I can't do it. Makes me feel sick. Right, but if is, drugs weren't illegal and didn't have any bad effects, you'd take them. I don't know. Yeah. To make you feel one million dollars. Feel bad. No yeah. after effects. Let me tell you this. I don't even like drinking at the minute. When I left uni, I was trying to stop smoking weed. I started vaping. But vaping without any nicotine is boring, so I started putting nicotine in it. Can I hit that, George? It's a bit loud. Do you want one of these? The vape, I mean. Oh, no, I just want to draw the vape. All right. What we're talking about. Let it. me mute it, you. It'd then. be really mute, loud. Mute me up, George. OJ. That's when I was at OJ. Do you want to blast as well? <laughs> That's good shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. So when I, was at uni, when I left uni, I was trying to stop smoking weed, so I started vaping. Uh, just because it's the habit. There's just something nice about breathing in something and, I've been, I've and sticking something up to your mouth yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something to your mouth something phallic shaped to your mouth it's then the something in your hands fixation the phallic something yeah, in but your that's, hands. that's the addiction though right that's yeah. part of the addiction so Lewis used to offer me a ciggy in the smoking area and I would take a, a drag and it would make me feel fucking ill a bit like yourself so I would never do them and I always used to say at uni oh man cigarettes the only drug I don't do because they're fucking horrible yeah I'm right. saying you virgin yeah right and then after months and months of vaping Lewis again he offers me a cigarette I thought oh that's pretty good because I was used to the nicotine because I'd gradually built it up your dad said I was always a bad influence and now I'm starting to feel like I am <laughs> Yeah, I think we're both as bad as each other. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> so what you need to do, OJ, is start vaping. Don't. The problem with the elf bars are they're good short term, um, but if you do it like for over a long period, they're not very good because they're a shit delivery system. They're questionable liquid. It will fuck your throat up eventually. Do you, yeah. Man. Do you want to get any more fagash on my table? Ah, uh, in for a penny, in for a pound. Makes <laughs> you feel sick, man. And then it come, I come to realise that. I think my greatest super superpower in the world is that I can't get addicted to anything. Oh, we we could make you addicted if you just said yes. You haven't tried everything yet, Jay. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get addicted to anything. Yeah, you are right. very moderate. Get him some smack. I, and, and that's get not, him some smack. But, that, yeah. <laughs> but that's not out of like. I don't consciously sit there and think, oh. Oh, I'm not going to be addicted to this. Mm. I genuinely. So for elf bars, for example. Could have an elf bar on a night out, take it home. It's on my shelf, Leave and I it. won't touch it Fucking until 
Do you know what I mean? Just, oh, oh, yeah, I'd be all over be, it. Yeah, yeah. doing exactly. it until it's gone and then thinking, shit, where can I get another one? And that's not even me thinking, oh, no, I'm not going to touch that. It's on the shelf. Like, if I was going to the... I can take a hit. I'll take a hit. You've got willpower, mate. No, it's not even. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not. It's not even willpower. What? No, it's just I've got no interest in doing it. Working from home, but I'll be looking at it like, go on then. (laughs) (laughs) Type the emails up, chugging on that. And I was thinking it's the same with uh, like video games. Games. George, he gets. I think you your addictive personality comes out in video games as well. Big time, yeah. If you start a game, you will fucking put millions of hours into yeah. it whereas I just literally can't do that I can't do it like I just, just, yes, I just yeah. can't do it comes enough mm. I would love to know if our dopamine receptors are geared up differently yeah maybe do you have any dopamine Zero, man. Zero dopamine. I'm full of dopamine boy uh, I'm always doing things that are bad for me how do you long, think I'm probably addicted to how long are we going for so I need a wee Oh, we need another bit. Yeah, you have a break. Okay, we're going to have a break, and then we're going to get into smoking etiquette and how it links to the geopolitical climate. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. We're back, baby. Where did we leave off? Talking about vaping and shit. Yeah, we were talking about OJ's iron constitution. (laughs) Yeah, solid willpower, mate. That's all that is. Is it that you are strong enough to not do it or that you're scared of the consequences mm. I've literally just got no interest why because you know it's fun do you ever look at the things that me and Lewis get up to and think yeah oh, they fuck that <laughs> <laughs> look at the yeah. state of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine mate we're upstanding did, did members you never used to look at us and think cold blimey I wish I could get involved in that if I'm too much of a no do you know what it is I, I just always I know it would be better if I did these things, but I always uh, just have a, long run. <laughs> I would say no, don't no, say it's that. In the, in, the, in the moment, mm. but I enjoy myself anyway. You'd be the sort of geese yeah. to do something and leave it though. That's the beauty of it. You'd, you'd have yeah, facts on night and be like, yeah, I'm not. Then you wouldn't smoke again. Yeah, but it's not because I'm saying that. That's not because consciously I sit there and think, oh no, I'm not going to smoke or oh, don't smoke. Mm. I literally like, I just don't have any interest. It's subconscious, mate. It's just working overtime. Just, I just never have interest in that sort of stuff. Would you, so, from what you just said then, it's, I don't think it's that you not have interest. I think the key thing is that you're just content in doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So yeah, when exactly, you said this weekend that you just drink Diet Coke yeah, and then I feel don't. fine about it, you don't feel like you're missing out. Yeah, yeah. And someone was talking to me about that. She was like, oh, do you not have FOMO if you're not mm. drinking? It's like, no. And I guess it is being content. Yeah. Or it's just I like, do. I'm just like, pff, like, I'm having a good time. Not drinking. I get irritated around people when I'm sober that are drinking. Fucking piss me off. I think it depends. Sometimes I can get irritated. Depends who you're with, admittedly. You just got to chill out and just think, that would be me. (laughs) That would be me if I was drunk. Like, Yeah, I just can't do that. Last night, people were wasted. Staff were drunk. Customers drunk. What was that in aid of, George? Just talk about that. It's a, it a woman's 50th birthday party. It was Hawaiian themed. The cocktails, look, they, they look good. What were they? They were, so they wanted 150 cocktails on arrival. Fucking hell. Right, right, have 150 people there? Massive endeavour. I think only about 130 showed up. That's still. still a lot. I asked the bartenders of Reddit, on the bartender subreddit, what would you guys do? And people were saying, you're mad, it's impossible, just make a punch. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was speak to other people and they were like, just buy pre-mixed stuff. And I was like, no, because this is me. Like, my name is to it. I want to do it properly. 
Right, which well, might be contrary to what we've talked about previously on the podcast about not being industrious, leaving things, yeah, leaving things last minute. But because I was worried about getting a bad report, I thought <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do. So, TripAdvisor right. review would have been negative. Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of man you want to be on exactly. the bar. So I made a fucking spreadsheet working out how much I needed for all the stuff I was going to use. All proper don't tell Lou, they'll kick off. Yeah. Oh, no, don't tell OJ, He's got an erection. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lewis is going to tell you what the fuck did you make a spreadsheet yeah. for? Well, just it was just, only, just estimate. It's just it's a fine. basic one that I just put how many drinks times by each milliliter of what was required in the drink to work out how many bottles I needed to buy. Did it work out well, the spreadsheet? Yeah, it did. It helped, man. I'm, I've always been in the opinion it's better have to have too much than too little. You don't want a shortage. I bet you, how long did it take to make all them cocktails? Right, so it took me and these uh, another two girls. Every time I say another two girls, it always sounds like I'm a girl. Just everyone else is a girl there. Other two members of staff. Yeah, so I got these two, uh, these two birds. <laughs> got these fucking two birds, man. These broads. No, so I got these. This girl who I work with, she was keen to do it, and then this other girl who used to work there, she's a bit of a veteran, and she came on board too. So 150 cocktails. Not everyone's going to like the same thing, so I made three types, trying to make them, you know, tropical themed. I had Sex on the Beach. Nice. Which is vodka and peach snaps cranberry juice and orange juice lovely i had tequila sunrise which a lot of connoisseurs say it's not really a proper cocktail but fuck them i think it's pretty good it's just tequila or orange juice and then you put grenadine in afterwards it looks like a sunrise and then i made bahama mamas which i learned about from watching scrubs and that is dark rum white rum malibu Orange juice, pineapple Fuck juice. Yeah, now that one sounds like a blade. Do you know what? Well, a lot of these cocktails, appearance makes a difference. Yeah, well, they the all drink look cool. Looks, so, they look cool. Yeah, so then we put the umbrellas in and we Re- had these cool straws. Regardless if they taste wang. Yeah. I mean, people <laughs> loved it. So I made 150 cocktails. Me and these two girls made 150 cocktails in like an hour and a half. So you'd make two at a time, shake them. Because I didn't want to just like stir them because cocktails are better when they're shaken. So then shake them in. Shake and not stir. Pour them into a jug. Fill the jug up like a four-point jug. Put it in the cold room. Keep it cold. Make another fucking jug. And then we poured them all out, added ice. There was pineapple, maraschino cherries, bits of oranges, like garnish. There was umbrellas in them. I would have filled a sink with it and just fucking dipped the glasses in and filled them up out of the sink or a bucket. A mop bucket. <laughs> it was a big endeavour, but we pulled it off and it was great. It looked really cool on the table. And then I even got a shout out from the birthday girl on the mic. She was when she had everyone in there. Was she fit? Yeah, she was pretty milky. Yeah, she's like shout out to George for making all these cocktails, and I was like, yeah. And I was stood at the back of my wine shirt, like, yeah, this is fucking the biggest moment of my bartending career, and it's gone down goddamn tree. You're a serious (laughs) asset, mate. Thank you, Lisa. And making all them drinks an hour and a half. Was that right? Was that by choice, George, or was that by you leaving it to the last minute right. as per fucking normal? Uh, yeah, why didn't you do it earlier? Okay, well, so basically, the, the party started at seven. This is where we find out. Right, the party started at seven. I wanted to start at five o'clock, two hours. I thought that was plenty of time. Three of us plus other people to help drop the garnishes in. It got to five o'clock, like, because I was in the other bar, so I'd been bartending all day in the main bar. It was fucking heaving because it was sunny. As you know, you guys know, we've had like 28, 29 degree weather. So from like 12 o'clock to 5 o'clock, I was fucking flat out, you know, on the main bar. And then it got to 5 o'clock 
and me and this other girl were like, where the fuck is everybody? People were like late. It was busy. Shit, you so, know how we feel now. Yeah, so I was like, fucking hell, where the fuck is everybody? And I was starting to get like stressed out. And then I had to organize everybody, I had to move everything over. And so by the time I actually sat down and started, it was like half... 5, 20 to 6 and I was fucking fucking out and I was shaking them and I was like kept looking at the time I was like I'm going to run out of time I'm going to run out of time it all needs to be ready by 7 o'clock and then people were there like fucking hell I've never seen George stress like this I'm like it's because it's my fucking name to it everyone knows that <laughs> I spoke to the woman whose party is she knows it's me doing it like I'm in charge of this so it can't be fucked up and I was there like teaching these girls how to shake cocktails like fucking two minute lesson right here you go fucking here's all the ingredients go 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 we're fucking there all shaking it and it was pretty mental and it was getting closer and closer to the time i was like fucking hell we ain't got enough jugs we're gonna have to fucking do this and everyone's like chill out chill out i'm like i can't fucking chill out this is intense this is stressful this is my masterpiece and if you guys fuck it up i swear to god my ag- magum opus yeah and then people were like oh don't stress about it i was like look this is just how i operate i and my brother sent me a video of this guy it's like a little animation of the guy in his brain and it's like fuck i'm so stressed and he's like activating deadline mode he fucking gets everything done <laughs> right and i was like this is just deadline mode okay guys this is how i live my life like i do fuck all and then it gets to like crunch time and i crunch it out anyway fucking smashed it it's fucking weird wicked how, how many how much time left when did you get it completed by uh i had i think we finished at like it might have been like one or two minutes past seven Oh, right. you were late. Oh, late. late. Right, but because not 150 people don't all show up at the same yeah. time. So the reality was that there was n- the people that were already there setting up were the first sorts of people. And then we had a few filtering, but because they're all hugging each other, going, oh, fucking hell, I'm not seeing you for ages, blah, 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 blah. And I was there in the background fucking, fucking pouring cocktails as quick as I could. Anyway, it was wicked. Yeah, there was many, many cougars wasted. <laughs> it was Mate, 150, 130 people. It's a lot of fucking people. Yeah, oh, it is big, big deal. Um, and also, like, I hate, like I said, I don't want to use premix and all that sort of shit. You know, like when you go to Weatherspoons, you get one of those pictures. Shout out to all the eighteen-year-olds who are going to go into Weatherspoons and order pictures. If you ever watch someone make them, they Ooh, get a uh, jug and they'll put like, say, you want a sex on the beach, one shot of vodka, one shot of peach snaps, and then they fill it with juice and lemonade. Yeah, full of ice as well. Yeah, full of ice. Bullshit. So, like, my cocktails were... Insult. One cocktail would be, like, 30ml of Bacardi, 30ml of Malibu, 15ml of Dark Rum. That's over a single measure. Why was you doing that, then? Because when you make cocktails, you're not bound by the same weights and measures laws as you are normally pouring drinks. Wow. If there's more than three liquids in a drink, it's classed as a cocktail. Really? And you can go fucking wild, baby. Go yeah, ham. right. And like people were fucked up. This woman comes to the bar. I think I already told you guys this, but this is for the listeners. A woman comes to the bar. She's like, that cocktail has gone straight to my head. Can I have a Pims and lemonade? Can I have jugs of Pims and lemonade too? And I poured it. She goes, whoa, 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 that's enough. I said, but th- this is Pims and lemonade. It's not straight Pims in there. She goes, no, 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 I, I know that. But I just want like a dash of that. Topped up with lemonade. She <laughs> <laughs> just wanted the flavour of Pims because she was fucked, mate. Loads of people fucked. And there was all these like 18-year-olds there like who were drinking. They were fucking knocking back loads of them. They were fucked. Cocktails are dangerous, mate. Did they it kick off? They fucking get nah, to they're all middle class sort of who was, nice uh, people. Who, who was DJing? Was it your playlist? No, there was a band playing on the stage. What band? Oh, maybe. Like, local, yeah. like a local band. They any good? They were playing some bangers that I I knew quite a few of them. Though. All the the girls I work with like don't know this song, don't know this song. But then there's a guy there, and I overheard him saying to the 
husband of the wife whose party was like, oh, I've made a playlist. I've made a playlist for tonight. And I was like, nice. <laughs> nice. I can respect that. You're my kind of guy. And it was a, it was a good playlist. Nice. But anyway, that was my weekend. I fucking knocked it out of the park. It was wicked. And when people were leaving... When's the next event? I'm not sh- Well, 2nd of September, we've got a band booked in, actually, for a night. The greatest gratification I got was, yes, the shout-out was cool, but as people were leaving, people were coming up to me, shaking my hand, saying, thank you for such a good night. You're such a good barman, blah, 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 blah. And I was like... You found your calling, George. You need to get your own bar, mate. Yeah. Like, 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 like on Cocktail. Have you seen Cocktail, George? Nah, you should watch it, mate. No, have I. Yeah, but I, I was going to ask you, mate, because if I asked you, you'd say, no, I've not watched it, I'm not going to yeah. fucking watch it, because it, it's, it's not Marvel. Is Thor in that yeah. one, or is yeah. Iron Man yeah. in that one? If I am by the bar, I'll fucking watch it. How rude. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that might have been boring for some people, but I'm really impressed, because it was really cool. Yeah. I really well enjoyed done, myself. Mate. Thank you. Congratulations. And uh, I imagine the bar revenue must have been fucking... Top what that oh, made some serious what <laughs> when it's sunny there, I bet their profits fucking insane. It, it t- my manager did say that yesterday was like a record breaker for taking really, yeah, I, because the other fucking bar was heaving. Man, I thought it was a record breaker lot last year or the year before, you know. Yeah, well, we keep breaking records, baby. Well, with the price of everything going up, are you breaking records? Ooh. Yeah, because our prices go up, don't they? So, I think it's more expensive. Yeah, okay. Oh, do you mean like adjusted for inflation? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, mate. We don't, we're not that technically advanced. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you should Ultimate. get your own bar, George. That, that what would you call it? Malibu Club. Um, Straight up. <laughs> the Malibu just, Club. You could have Malibu a Malibu Club. Club by the canal. It just wouldn't be. It just would be no, I mean in, in a city bar. I'm not saying a pub, a bar. Oh, a bar. A cocktail bar. Cocktail bar. Why don't you go live in Jamaica? And get a cocktail bar on the beach, one of those little round hut things. I did think about having... Who's a, never done that before, eh? Having a cocktail bar in somewhere like Thailand or Cambodia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'd have to get someone else to collect glasses, because as soon as I step outside the air-conditioning bar, I'd be incinerated. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously you got, he, would, he would spontaneously combust. You get a bit in the Spongebob movie where Patrick and Spongebob are like, and that lamp just dried out. <laughs> Deep cut, but that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> You get the grunts to do that, don't you? Yeah, the grunts. People yeah. say to me now, like, oh, every time I collect a glass, like, oh, you actually collecting glasses? You get like, a... Fuck off, I've been collecting... I didn't give up the polo shirt for this shirt to be collecting glasses, like, you fucking... Oh, yeah, or in a city... Would you, would you run a bar in an inner city? Nah. And I'm meaning, not in, like, a rough part, like... In a affluent Would you yeah. prefer a bar or a nightclub? Like, Chinatown, Birmingham. Chinatown. Birmingham. Bar or a nightclub as well? Ooh, I would... <sighs> I would love to run a nightclub, but I just don't think that... You look like you're out of Vice City now with that shirt on. <laughs> Dave, uh, our mate Dave said the picture, because I came back, that picture I sent Fucking me Tommy like, Fassetti over there. Tommy Fassetti. Yeah. If I had a tan, I would fit in, but I'm palace bug. <laughs> would I want to run it in a city bar? I don't know. I, I like the country folk. They're nicer. I think you Less ma- rough around the edges. I think you make the same money, potentially, in a countryside pub as you do a city bar. Really? If, it's, if it's a good countryside pub. And yeah. less grief as well. Yeah, I think you do. Like In a, in a city, they have bouncers in McDonald's, mate. Uh, right, okay, but not part of certain, part of certain bars aren't get attracting that certain crowd. Yeah, there's a bar in Leeds, for example, called Blind Tiger. Yeah. Right, which is... Did we ever go to Blind Tiger? 
I George, I can't remember if I ever come to Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the drive home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next time we go to Leeds for a Notley run, we'll go to Blind Tiger the night before and have some cocktails. That's like a small bar. Yeah, I'm thinking like all bar one. Is it all bar one? Bar one, something like that. There's a few. That's a chain. One like, in Birmingham, isn't that? Yeah, it's one in Birmingham. Alu- is it a Luna in Birmingham? These mm. sort of like... You'd have them in like uh, the thing is the places and like the rent's going to be through the roof. Yeah, if I had enough capital to buy something outright, then I would do it in a heartbeat. So there were some well, days. What about I... taking a lease on? The more your profits rise, so does the rent, doesn't it? Yeah, you just get shafted in a lease, and plus, if you're on a lease, you got to buy from the brewery. You get shafted, as I've spoke about in a previous episode. Oh, didn't you say a local pub that you frequent? The landlord might be leaving. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Because of the price. Uh, I don't know. Don't know the real reason. It it is a tiring lifestyle. Like, it's fucking that, constant. That's the downside of it. Like yesterday, I worked for twelve and a half hours on the on the books, but I was up way earlier because I was going to Tesco to buy more stuff because I didn't want to run out of things. And the planning and the preparation. You'll get a nice little bonus, George. I've seen yeah, the cash you get. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your hard work. Yeah. That, that old chestnut. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> You've got to make yourself indispensable. That's what I do. So, you know, for a lot of people, bar work, because as I've said previously as well, sorry, people say to you, oh, when are you going to get a real job? There ain't, like, an, there ain't another true? member of staff like you there. No, no way. Not a, not a cat and house chance, mate. I don't think I'll ever get anyone yeah, but you either. Could, but if you've got that skill and close your ears to the landlord of the... Local boozer local where George boozer works. Boozer, yeah, he don't even have a phone. He went yeah, but, test. okay, the second in chain. <laughs> Second in command. Yeah, the second in command. God bless her. You could make far more guap utilising the skills you've got now. Yeah. Running a place by yourself. 100%. And I think the way I view it is that I'm... It's kind of like you go through your basic training and then you go... You've got to fight a few wars before you can be a veteran. And so now at 26... For the pub game, I think I'm still relatively young. And also, you kind of need a, a wife or a business partner or a long-term relationship or you whatever. Need, you need workers too. Yeah, why you, do. Do you need? Why do you need that? Why do you need... Because, like, a lot of places have to survive on food as well. And it's just, you need someone, you need a, a partner, basically, whether that is a friend, business partner, romantic interest, whatever. It's a lot of work for one person. Sleeping partner? I'd be interested. Yeah, yeah. you both said this before, be a sleeping partner. Silent partner. Yeah, yeah but they're, in the pub game, it's constant. Like, 12 hours a day, 13, 14 hours a day, if you were running it, because you've got to be up early to let everybody in. Oh, That's the thing, like... I wouldn't mind getting up, doing the cleaning, I mean, getting the day ready, and then I'd be like, right, I want to hand it over to someone now for, minimum, you, for minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to, this is the thing so you need like ideally you need a sellerman someone who's looking after your sellers you need someone making sure the everything could, you, you know, need a man like you George there's hard come I just by think, there. thank you is there a job page for people like you like indeed indeed for specialists bar manager extraordinaire George specialist heavy uh, weapons yeah so you need someone yes yeah, so if someone like me uh, this is going to sound lame probably but and it might be a sidetrack, but when I went from... So I was over in the function room 
sorting everything out there. Yeah, it's just online. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, right, I said, right, now it's quiet, I'm going to go for a smoke. I went out in the car park to walk to the other, the main bit. And I saw this couple that are regulars. And I was like, oh, you're right, guys. And they come over and speak to me. As I'm speaking to them, another couple come over. Like, oh, you're right, George, how you doing? Like, asking me questions. As I'm talking to them, another couple comes behind me, taps me on the back. Like, oh, where were you today? You weren't in the main bar, blah, 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 blah. And so all these people are coming in, you know, talking to me, saying that they missed me. You're famous. Right. Well, I guess in a local sense, yeah. And people come in and see you. Yeah. And so I, I thought, wow, all these people come in and thinking that they missed me where were you you know and i always joke like, oh did you have to get the subpass service and they're like oh yeah 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 where were you <laughs> you know and like a girl said to me the other day she said why do people she, she was pondering why people prefer being served by me and her first thought was because i am a position of authority she thought people prefer being served by a manager nah right and i said well i don't know if it is that and i i thought about it and i said well I came to the next dance. I think it's because these people know me and I know them. And everybody likes their drink made in a specific way or they like a specific kind of banter and a joke and they like to have a chat that's a continuation. So when people say, like, oh, today we're in the hospital, I know it's because their mom is sick or their dad is sick or something and you can, like, continue. It's a rapport that you build up. It's friendship, mate. It really is. Yeah, it's is. like a friendship. But then, but then equally, she said... You've, you always look happy, you're always smiley, you greet everybody, you know. And Some people just don't don't have that at all. No, yeah, fuck those people. They really don't. They don't deserve to be <laughs> they want to work behind in a, the bar. They want to work in a bar yeah. or a pub, and they haven't got the skill. Well, you want someone to just, someone to, like you said before, you just want someone to entertain you chatting shit. Yes, you, yeah. So I don't want to slaughter to this particular girl, because she is good at a job. Um... But we often joke, and I have a joke with a lot of them, that they suffer from RBF, rest in bitch face. So they look miserable or unhappy. Um, but once you get talking to them, they become smiley and happy. And they are happy people generally, and they're nice to talk to. But if you can give this sunny disposition all the time to people, and you look inviting to people, and you invite people in, and you cultivate a pleasant atmosphere. And once that is, once you've established that, then... That's why people keep coming back. On to a winner, mate. All day. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't want to toot my horn too much. But I do... There, there are times where I think, fucking hell, like, I wish I just had a nine-to-five in an office where no one bothered me. What? But there were plenty... But then I'm constantly reminded, actually, this is a job that is very On a rewarding. bit of a side, side track. So the, the car that crashed... <laughs> what's what's the situation there yeah so uh, we touched on this last episode I for the listeners think, yeah. I don't know if it made it into the final cut but a, a woman crashed through the fucking wall of the function room straight through the window yeah yeah so what what's the crack for that now then so they got acros up and they're, they're surveyor. Oh, the old acro fucks. Fucking yeah. hell. George has been George, George yeah. a bit of listening yeah. to the old yeah. Yeah. Uh, the oh, construction yeah. talk. Oh, lads. Oh, lads. You got the acros out. Yeah. Right. Right. I, Who's delivering them up? I've never... <laughs> <laughs> I've never... Drop me on the trap. Drop me on the trap. Where's the joist? Where's the joist? But I'll be honest, I've never heard the term acro in my life. Is the RSJ bent? Well, still, George, I don't know what that one is. So... 
I'd never heard the term acro, and then within like the space of 24 hours, I'd heard acro from about 12 different people. Yeah, So I inquired what they were, I went and had a look at them. They are like... They uh, look considerably flimsy, because they're yeah, in the they bearing do. weight of a fucking building. Yeah. They're fucking heavy. <clears throat> I'll, I've never actually handled one. I think uh, one uh, acro can do a ton, is it? I don't know. How many you got there? About fucking four or five? There's three up, and then there's one spare one. But anyway, uh, she crashed through the ball, survey come. It's fine. It's not that bad. The structural integrity, structural integrity was not compromised too much. Uh, but the woman come in afterwards. She came in this week oh, with you? a card to say thank you for, you know... And I said to my manager, I said, oh, the demolition team's in the garden. She wants to speak to you. <laughs> so what do you mean? I was like, so when's it getting fixed up then? Was it done? Well, this... Because uh, you, you have people in the events room, so I was presuming Yeah, so because the acros were up, <laughs> the, the room was safe. We just nice. put a curtain over them. I imagine an insurance policy job but, would take fucking well, forever. This is the problem. So it's got to go through her insurance... People can't do things until other people have done things, so everyone has to come together at the same time to fix it. Like it took, we had to leave the car there for like two days. That is fucking mental. Is people, there's that worry that if you take the car out, will the building fall down? You could see that it was fine. But now every time I pull onto my drive and I stop before the what was the garage is now my mum's bedroom, I'm always worried like, fuck, if I hit this wall, like it's not just going to dent my car, like the building will fall in on my mum. Depends how fast. Yeah, it just to say how fast you were going. Oh, probably. If you were slow, if you were slow going, it'd be alright. Yeah, but she was trying to park. Yeah, yeah, but she put her foot down on the accelerator. Yeah, right? in yeah. first gear, yeah. very responsive. Yeah, well, she sped yeah. up to the to the to she the. She did. She wasn't. It wasn't like she was slowing down. She yeah, did. where the fuck was she trying to park? In the well, window, apparently. The round board, the fucking the water feature. It was a perfect crash. Like it was right between like the. Str- she didn't take anything else out, did she? right through the window. She didn't take anything else out. No flower beds, just went straight through the window. There was a flower box on her Yeah, I saw that bit. That was on the window. She didn't even hit the water feed. She just went round that and then straight through the window. she went round the pond. Square on, yeah. But it's that classic, you go to break and your car goes faster. We've all been there. Yeah, man. Oh, I haven't. Just a case of wrong pedals, pal. Wrong, bless her. The wrong trousers. And I said to her, I was like, she asked for something because I was so nice. She's really old, George. Yeah, she's old. She's like in her seventies. I said, "Oh, no worries." She goes, "Oh, good. I've got loads of worries." I was like, "Yeah, do they involve fucking acros? Do you know what those are, girl? Because there's fucking three of them <laughs> holding up the wall that you broke down, mate. This is your mess." Who come and put the acros in? Was it your own in-house or is it? No, we had to get out of house. Well, we didn't have to. Was it local builders or? <clears throat> And will local builders do the work, or will it just be an insurance? I don't know. Proof? I didn't speak to them. I got ripped by one of them. Whilst <laughs> I was trying to like, he was blocking me out, and then he moved, and I slowly reversed out to not hit anybody. He was like, "You, you want to fucking take your time, mate?" <laughs> <laughs> and the maintenance man ripping me as well. I was like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> Should have just reversed into yeah, him. Another smash. You should say you're not seeing the fucking hole in the wall, yeah, mate. I don't want to look Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Come on, guys, let me just learn what an acro is." I can't deal with this. She's looking. She, she, she's a lucky lady, mate. Of course, you know if them bricks had come through the windscreen, it would have uh, probably killed her. Yeah. Well, I've sat <clears> on the seat that she demolished. On the car. No, in the inside of the building. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. When people were playing pool there, I'd been sat there. Mind if you sat there and just did it? You get flying. 
you know, <laughs> you'd be fuck fucking you. dead, mate. Yeah, you'd have a nice flower on your head. <laughs> you'd be dead, like your tombstone. Uh, all day, people just kept fucking asking me about the car parked and all. Someone even said to me, like, <laughs> car park there. So, yeah, car park oh, there, oh, mate. Oh, you open a new drive through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, which is hilarious the first time you hear it. But then every other cunt is saying, yeah. oh, got a new drive through. No, mate, we're not. But though, equally, though, people walking past it didn't even realise. What? And then some people thought it was, like, designed that way. Because <clears throat> it was that perfectly crashed through the wall. People <laughs> were like, oh, is it like a movie set? Oh, Pro- hey, where the fuck do you think we are, man? There you go. Spin on it. Perhaps you should just brick round it and leave it there in the wall. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a tourist attraction, yeah. but we, oh, oh, it, Man, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? It would be cool, but the car's gone... Uh, the, the acros are in, boy. The acros are in. Yeah, we could. What more can I say? You could, you, you the you the ply, the up over it. Do a bit of structural, you know, a bit of changing about. Put, yeah. put an RSJ in there above the car roof and whatnot. Uh, Brick it in. Brick it in. It'd be cool as shit. Yeah. The fucking restaurant I went to today had a little cinema room in it. Really? Yeah, it's random. And they give you popcorn before you start your meal. That's fucked up. Bag of popcorn, like when you when you first sit down. Can you name it, or is it going to... Uh, yeah, it's a chain. It's called Hickory Smokehouse. Oh, I've heard they're pretty good, actually. I had a... Oh, it's like a dry, dry-aged dry rib. Mm-hmm. With one great big fat fucking rib. Yeah. Beef rib. I made loads of meat on it. Chips. Gravy, gravy they call it. Like, the gravy is like, tastes like barbecue sauce. Nice. And some pickles and onion. Fucking unreal shag. <laughs> The girlfriend had some sort of beef brisket, I think, just far apart, yeah. mounted in the mouth, beautiful. How much was it? Uh, 67 quid. Between two? No, three of us with a child. Did, what drink did you have? Beers or soft drinks? I had a beer and a pint of lemonade. She had a pint of lemonade and the little one had a milkshake, which is probably top moolah. Yeah, they, they charge ridiculous. I paid, I paid for it with a £50 note. I'm surprised they took it off me. Was it well, one of the new... Uh, why, because you just printed it? That no, yeah, yeah, the, the ink was still wet. <laughs> Ingle, yeah. uh, no, it was a new one, yeah. My sister gave it me, funny the enough. The old Alan Turing one. Yeah, my sister gave it me. I said to him, yeah, will you take a £50 note? And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, why? I was like, well, a lot of places don't take these. I suppose it's, the new ones, they're probably not so worried. He, he was like, he looked real confused. I was like... I'm not being. I'm not being. Dodgy. Do you know what? I think it's a semi myth. So my granddad used to get paid a lot in fifty pound notes. Fucking ready, readies, mate. And he never really had trouble spending them. A lot of places reject them. Yeah. How, have you ever had? Yeah, but you say that. But I've never many, had. A, I've never had a well, fifty pound note. Then. So you've just heard it of someone else. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, rumor. And that, uh, it's just a rumor, I think. I think. It, yeah, it is rumor. Like, you would get, you? Would you turn away a fifty pound note of the book? I hold it up to the light. And if the Queen doesn't look like Marge Simpson, I know it's a, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get given one, I think because they're so rare, they're easy to be counterfeit. Apparently, yeah. And you know that. No, I think this is just like a myth. I think I think this is just like a a rumor someone started on TikTok, and it's not true. On TikTok, I see like, so much advertised. Would you turn down a fifty pound note? No. No, I don't, I don't think all many places notes, do. Would you Irish check notes. it, or would you just, without hesitation, put it in the till? Well, like I said, no, I'd check it to the light. What about a pen, the money checker pens? Oh, we don't do shit like that. What do that, what do, how do them pens work? I don't know. We used to have a UV light, but I used to like putting tonic underneath it, because the tonic would glow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the notes, fuck the notes with a red or not, the tonic glows. 
That's what Lewis been doing. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty. Science experiment. It's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, fifty pound notes. You hear a lot of people say it. I think there probably will be like some small businesses might turn them down. But I think they only turn them down because probably they've heard the rumour as well. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, some people don't take these. I'm not going to take it. Sold some cheap fags, so I got paid with a 50 and a 20. Also, (laughs) also, if you were a a business and you took a counterfeit note. I took one at Tesco, OJ. Would you be insured Ask for that? Me. So would would the bank pay out for that even I though it's counterfeit? I don't think so. I took one at Tesco's. I took a fake 20. I thought it felt ropey. <laughs> <laughs> but because it was busy, I took it, set them on the way and then I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't feel right. There's a lot of people used to from Tesco's used to like they come to sort of ask you for change. And then they start keep asking you to like, oh, can you split that? Can you split that? And then you'd end up giving them more than they give you. <laughs> For retouch, yeah. <laughs> common thing, mate. And Not common. Thing. For yeah, lot, common on your tier. Give me a ten. I'm like, yeah, here's your fifty pound in pound coins. There you go. <laughs> here's your fifty pound five pound notes. I don't know why I'm laughing because I'd be tricked by that as well. My math is fucking atrocious, but um. Yeah, £50 notes, I think it's a bit of a myth. I think a lot of places take them. I no doubt some places don't. Yeah, because they're rare. They do, they look fake. They're big, especially the paper ones. Even when people give me paper £20 notes now, because I've got used to the new plastic You can't ones. take the, you surely can't take yeah, the paper ones. they're not circulating anymore, are they? Not, yeah, but you can oh. still take them to the bank. No, the I don't think you can. Exchange can. Only the poo poo. Yeah. I thought they've stopped taking them, or they, maybe a couple, or maybe nah, a month. They, they say here's that, one for you. Oh, shit. Here's one for you cash men out there. A family member previously worked with someone who knows someone who had £10,000 in cash because he made money. He, he was a cash man. Illicit money, right? Right. It's all in old pound notes. Ah, oh, I know where this is going. So what do you do with that? Hmm. You can't take it to the bank, mate. You can, I'm pretty sure. What? They're going to ask you, why have you got £10,000 in oh, pound yeah. notes? Yeah, but they could check them and see if they're legit, surely. Yeah, but George, they're asking no, you they're asking no, where you got them from. Yes. Oh, right, where you got, we, oh, you've from, got £10,000 in... Ca- who, who does that? You'd have to take 100 every week. Yeah, for yeah, a but, long time. Yeah, but you'd be... Just hope it's a different be cashier each time. No, because they'll see it on your bank transactions. Yeah. This is for the drug dealers out there as well. Yeah. All those drug dealers who've got that cash in... Oh, Pound notes. You're better off with Bitcoin or Shiba Inus. Buy Shiba Inus yeah. now. What I would do is I'd fucking pay people commission to cash it in their bank yeah. and send it over to me. When I dropped yes. out of... Yes. Or draw, or draw it back out. Yeah, but they're hot on that too, man. When I was at De Montford Uni and I went to drop out, I was sat in the office waiting and there was a poster up saying about money laundering. If people, what they would do, they go to students and say, "Here's two hundred quid in cash. Go put it in your bank. You keep twenty, and then move one hundred and eighty to your, for example, to this account." But that's what I'm saying. So you, you know, these drug dealers and all these people who've been paid in cash, mm. the new notes have fucked them really. I suppose my advice to the drug dealers would be buy some more drugs with that cash. Yeah, and it'd be someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent suggestion. Right, we've been going for a long time. Yeah, it's time to ramble now. Yeah, Je- can I'm I just tired. say? I just I don't know if this will make it in the final. Cut, but 
you know where Sterling comes from? Daniel Stone, the Pounds footballer. and Sterling. Okay. So in the Anglo, well, the, in the Saxon kingdoms, a pound of silver would be turned into 240 sterlings. Ooh. Nice. So that's where a pound of sterlings come from. That's mad. How do you like those apples? Interesting. That's a great fact to end the episode on. This is episode 16. Yes. The boys again. Yeah. Shout out to all the our listeners who've been listening to it religiously. We thank you. You boost our stats. Yeah, shout out to the people who put my cutting in. Because I'm a fucking mongol. Well, you've not been you've doing been that really much recently. recently actually. I've been gold star for you, mate. Maybe yeah. we should get a sticker book for I'm you. Been, I've, been very well be- I've been very well behaved today. Yeah. Maybe we should get one of those charts here. Yeah. Um, for listeners, I'm pointing at his wall. <laughs> and we give you a gold star every episode that you don't interrupt. I've been very well behaved today. <laughs> I'm not cutting you talking about politics. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We left the politics well behind those more pressing issues. Right, episode 16. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Sunday, 6 p.m. Be there or be square.